Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Couple XY podcast. I'm Rosie. And I'm Brian. And this is the podcast where we drink and talk about stuff. We've been drinking and we've been talking about stuff because yes. this is a part two for us. Yes. So we won't um, bore you with our, how our week went because literally nothing has happened since our last episode. And if you guys haven't listened to BDSM part one. Yes. And I should have um, prefaced the last episode with a disclaimer saying, hey, this is not for young ears. This is um, 18 plus content. And uh, if you're not 18 or older, then please don't listen to this. Yeah, because that keeps youngins from listening. I know. You tell them not to do something. I'm doing this do. for legal purposes. <laughs> you think we'd get sued? I think I don't know. I think our content might get flagged. Ooh. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I've never <laughs> been flagged before for yeah. anything. So this might be funny. But I mean, I mark every episode as explicit, so I don't think we're going to get flagged. But I think it'd be really funny if we got flagged. It would be a little bit funny. Okay. So uh, yeah, this is our part two of BDSM. And kinks. Uh, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, like, what are we going to call it? Like, I always loved Sharknado's, like, naming sequence. Oh, the, the, the ridiculousness of it. Yeah, like, all the sequels. Yeah. Like the, How many sequels are there? I, I, have, I don't so even remember. They, they all came out within, like, six months of each other. All with Tara Reid in there. Bless her heart. And um, <laughs> and uh, the Hoff. Was it David, David Hasselhoff in them? Really? I don't know. All like, I remember is Tara Reid's in them. I know Tara Reid's in them. So, and then other Sharknado Seven Sharks actors. in Space. Sharks in Space. Have they made one yet? Those Sharks in Space. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, this is part two of Kinks and BDSM. And we hope that everyone's had a good week, even though ours is just continuing. And mm-hmm. uh, if you are out there and you're listening to this, please go rate and review the podcast and uh, hit us up on couplexy.com. No, couple XY podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, there you go. And our Facebook group is Couple XY Podcast. Yes, it is. All right. Now go follow all those stuff, like it, and do all the things. Like, subscribe, rate, and review. All right. Now let's get into it. All right. Back to the list. Uh, the next one is Slave, which is a submissive who consensually gives up total control of one or more aspects of their life to another person, a.k.a. their master. <coughs> and I am at 75%. You are rated one percent. I think it's the, the the thought process of giving up any part of my life to another person. Okay, maybe is what like set me so far off on this. Like, like I've I've read the 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 Fifty Shades of Grey books. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I will say this. At that you were t- bored on an oil rig. That's uh, fine. And I, this was before it got we, you somewhere with the ladies. It, I got so many women because of this. That is so funny. I got laid How so much. How did you start much. that conversation? I was just like, I read these books and they were like, oh. That makes you the master? Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> I really did get a lot of places just because I read those like, books. Those books aren't even that dirty. Hey, which ones have you read that are dirtier? Uh, I've, I've never read anything that's dirtier. Okay. You just I've know they're out there. Yeah. And I've, I've just, I've, I've watched dirtier porn than. Well, yeah, I have too. Yeah. Cause Fifty Shades of Grey is so vanilla and the movies are probably, the relationship is problematic cause it's not a true BDSM mutual, mutual BDSM relationship. She's a virgin to begin with. Um, he stalks her. 
Yeah, really, really badly. Like, if he's not rich. If he wasn't rich and attractive, this would be a, a like, serial killer movie. Yeah, I mean, like. The it, only reason this isn't a very fucked up movie is because he is rich and attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, women want, women want to be wanted, but only by the men who they want to want them. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Except for, like, if you wear, like, skimpy outfits and the wrong mm. guy comes up to you, you get mad about it. Like, you feel offended by it. But you wore it because you wanted a certain guy to come do it. This just didn't have to happen to be it. So, I don't know. Maybe your slutty outfit should, like, have a long list of descriptions of what, like, you must be this tall and have this color <laughs> eyes and whatever. ever That's, that's what dating apps are for. Uh, yeah, because people lie on those. Well, yeah, people. Women. Women are so bad like about it. Y'all, y'all's pictures are lies. My pictures weren't lies. Yours weren't. Are you, are you fat shaming right now? Nope. Just saying they're lies. I'm stating facts. Lies about what? About how you look. You're fat shaming. No, I am not. I'm not fat shaming. If you're a big girl, be a big girl. Own it. Say, I'm a big girl. Don't take the two pictures that make you look like you're 120 pounds when you're 190 pounds. (laughs) Just saying. And guys, don't take a picture from 20 years ago that put it up there that you have this, like, fabulous body that you had when you were 20 and you're in your, you know, late 30s. Okay. I'm just going to ignore what you just said. About what? Being honest? Yeah, it, it is slightly offensive, but the message here is be authentic and be proud of yourself. Not, don't pretend that you're not a fatty fatty, which is basically what you just said. <laughs> okay. I think it's truthful. I married you. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not like I, I'm not offended by people who are big. I'm not saying don't be, you know, don't, don't be who you are. I'm saying, you know, be genuine when you're, like, representing yourself. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm married. (laughs) The fuck do I care? I'm sitting here arguing this like it matters anymore. I'll never be on another dating site in my life. (laughs) You're so much younger than me. I'm going to outlive you. I'm good. You're going to outlive me? Yeah. Wait, no. Backwards. I'm going to outlive you. I'm I'm half bottle plus in. Yeah, it's fine. And your Diet Coke. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so uh, moving on. Um, yeah, we didn't even talk about the slave and master dynamic. Yeah, um, I don't think I can do slave. I just I, I cannot give up any part of like who I am. But I've been so independent for so long, and it just it doesn't feel natural to me to do it. So when I think of like a slave master relationship, I think of what I've seen in public, which is girls on with collars on leashes and a guy has the leash and it's in his pocket at concerts. That's what I've seen. You're making a face. So weird. Okay. We don't kink shame here. Yeah. I, I, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm trying to, to like, I, I can't get into mental the mentality of it either way. It's not your thing. No, it's not like girls. What do you get from it? Um, being, owned by someone like the idea of being someone's 
You won't fix my damn plate when we first started going out because you thought it was like me owning you too much. But you would let... No, it's because... yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was like, you're a grown-ass man. You're a 40-something-year-old man. I don't have to fix your plate. You've been fixing it for years. Like, I don't have to fix your plate. I do it now because you like me to fix your plate. If, like, you're standing there, why wouldn't you do it? <laughs> it didn't cross my mind, baby. Like, like literally, I mean, I'm, not, I'm never going to ask you to fix my plate. I'm a grown-ass man. I can do it. Mm-hmm. But you were like, you couldn't understand why, like, I told Allspring to get, like, stuff together, and she did it. Like, what, like, food-wise? Yeah, like, uh, we were having, like, burgers or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, get everything together. And she started, like, getting, like, buns made and stuff like that. And you were, like, a little taken aback by it. Really? Yeah. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, okay. It's might have been very early in our relationship, Mm -hmm. and you were still a little fuzzy because of some other stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, no, like, very early on, like, you thought, like, fixing a plate was beneath you because it was me commanding you. In a slave type manner. <laughs> it's so funny how like there are parts of this where you're like, yeah, it's, it's okay. But then if you put it in just like a slightly different manner, you're like, oh, no, I wouldn't do that at all. And yeah, see, we were still getting to know each other. And I don't know. There are just, there are things that I don't do early on in the relationship. Because, and like part of, I don't know. All right. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sure part of me at that point in time still thought that, like, this wasn't going to go anywhere. You weren't going to be married. <laughs> yeah, and that you were just some dumb hick guy that I was fooling around with. But obviously you're not. Yeah. So, and I apologize for me ever thinking that way. <sighs> so um, wrong. I know, it's so wrong. Uh, I um, mean, how can you be so enlightened and so <laughs> open and so, like, you know, woke. But so anti-redneck. But so anti-things. <laughs> you, my friend. Do not embrace people. But, okay, so what I was going to say is, like, from a, a master-slave point <clears> of view <throat> on this, like, it, it comes to one part of, like, one or more of your personal, like, things. And I think that, like, I think perception realities are very different on this kind of stuff because, like, if you look at it, like, as a... um I'm going to be a slave, and me being a slave means that I get to be taken care of. Like, I don't have to worry about finance. I don't have to worry about this. I don't have to worry about that. And I get, you know, led around by a dog collar. Right, you're releasing control. But I get led around by a dog collar, then you're like, oh, I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. But I don't have to, you know, worry about my bills because he's super rich. Yeah, you're relinquishing control. And I'm sure for a lot of people that, even for me, like, that is that is attractive in on certain levels. Yeah, but you're you're still talking about it as control. That's not really a slave like mentality. You're looking at it as, as only I'm getting a positive out of this. What if you have to do work for your slave, you know, your your master? Mm-hmm. What if you're the person who even though like y'all have a relationship where you do have to clean the house. You do have to cook dinner. You do have to like he wants his slippers at the door when he walks in. Okay. Is that, like, it could be, like... If I wasn't working, sure, we could totally have this dynamic. No, we wouldn't. You would not do that. (laughs) You have not worked, and you didn't do that. (laughs) Because I was looking for work, and I was also recovering, and, yeah, there's a lot of other things happening. Right, Um, and let's just be honest. Let's be honest. hmm. There's not an amount of money I would make where you would be that wife. 
Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we could have a, a nice house, and we could have, you know, new cars and a boat and, a, like, uh, a, a hunting camp and all the things, and you wouldn't have to work. You would, and you still wouldn't be that wife. I would, I don't think I'd be, like, straight up, like, 50s pinup girl dressed up in an apron and a cute little dress with holding a martini for you as you walk through the door type person, but I'd clean the house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or if we're making that much money, I'm not cleaning the house. I'm paying Yeah, li- what you're house. literally saying is, what you would really say is, I bet I could find someone to clean this house for you. While I go and, and paint and do things. And then when I came home. And exercise and take care of myself. So if I came home, would you then have my martini and be in a pretty dress for me? Sure. Like I literally, I, I would have done nothing other than pay for your existence. Would you be willing for, like, when I come home every day for yourself to be made up in a particular way? If I don't have to clean. You you don't even have to clean our little bit of a house. Okay. Well, in this scenario, we have a nice house. It's a, 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 no matter how big your house is, you only really live in three or four rooms. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, in that scenario, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Just, so there's your motivation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's not because you don't want me to be a capitalist. You hate capitalism. You want us to be socialist. <laughs> Democratic socialists. Okay, um, so next one. Okay, uh, 70, let's see. Next one is degrady, which is someone who gains sexual pleasure from being humiliated during sex. I am at 72%. You are 19%. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I just coughed in the mic. I'm so sorry. <coughs> that one really snuck up on her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, do to do. So, really surprised that I'm that high again. Yeah. Um. I don't know why. Cause I'm. I don't know. You don't really like it. No. Like it took us a long time for me to even like, like I have to be I have to be like like we're in we're in a like we're in a long term committed relationship mm-hmm. and I'm just now getting comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Yeah, before I don't think you would have ever been comfortable with anybody else with it. I don't like it, but that goes back to like this is something that a sub would like, not a dom. Mm-hmm. Right. So because I'm so dominant, no, I'm not going to it's not going to be for me. I'm not going to like someone, you know, degrading me because that's just not, you know, my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um definitely something that like a sub would would dig more than like a dom. Yeah, it's. I think it's it's definitely a submissive thing because um, you have your degrader and your degradee. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, which kind I'm, of, I'm not sure what the appeal is. Which What are you going to say? Oh, some of this, I mean, you can see why I would score very low on some of these because if you're, a, if you're a very dominant, if you're very dom, then you're not going to score very high on, on a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes hand in hand. Like, if you're dominant, you're not going to want to be, you know, insulted. You're not going to take a lot of pleasure from pain. Right. You might take a lot of pleasure from inflicting pain. 
Stop. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 have, I have this theory, and it's probably not, it's not my theory. Um, I'm sure I heard it somewhere. You don't, you're not part of this theory. You don't actually, you're like the outlier. Of <laughs> I'm, I'm the exception that <laughs> makes the rule. You're the exception to this rule for sure. Um, who you are in daily life, like if you're the boss, um, based on the, like the, the, the theory is you like what you like sexually is the opposite of what your role is in society on a daily basis. I think that goes more white collar than it does blue collar. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah, like if you're a, if you're a white collar, like hedge fund boss man, then you want to have a mis uh, uh, um, a mistress a mistress a dominatrix a dominatrix who yeah. like whipping you and humiliating you yeah sure um and then, yeah the opposite goes um like I'm sure I'm sure a lot of doms as in d o m m e dominatrixes see dominatrixes dominatrix they try dominatrix <laughs> Plural for dominatrix, whatever it is. If you want to email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com. If you're a dominatrix, first <laughs> yeah. off, just email us. Send us in your your craziest story. Like, what's your, I don't, yeah, I know. You, that's probably like confidential and stuff. And yeah, make a wanna, fake name. Yeah, make a fake email address. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, anonymous at gmail. I'm sure that one's taken already. <laughs> sure that's really taken. Um, what was I talking about? Um, yeah, I'm sure uh, for a lot of dominatrix, um, they're, the reason they are a dominatrix is to have, is to regain some sort of power that they may have feel that, felt that they lost at some point. Really? I think so. I don't. Really? No. Like, like the dominatrix who get paid to be a dominatrix, like, mm -hmm. um, what's that show we watch? Bondage? Bondage, the, yeah. The one on, okay. Mm -hmm. So I think for some of those women, like, we make it seem like it's, it's, some kind of cathartic healing Hollywood does mm -hmm. or yeah, we call it Hollywood, but you know where everything seems are made now. Um, but I almost feel like it's just someone who doesn't have like a lot of moral qualms about like sexuality and then it's a good job for them. Well, I mean, take, it, take them, the main character, the girl, the but, college girl. Who no, is no, a no, no, no. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Sorry. college girl who is a dominatrix. Uh-huh. She doesn't have a lot of power in her daily life. Okay. She's kind of shunned by people for whatever reason. Like, mm -hmm. she, I don't know why. Like, she's a pretty college girl. Like, I don't know why people are making fun of her. Um, before This is before they found out that she was a dominatrix. Um, so, I think for her that that, that rule applies. Okay. What are you going to say? What I'm saying is that all that is Hollywood. Like, her whole backstory is Hollywood. I think ultimately what it is, is somebody, a girl, a woman who just like is like, it falls into their lap and they have no qualms about doing it. It's not that they have a backstory. It's not that they have anything else. It's just like, I don't have a qualm about doing this. I can, mm. it doesn't bother me. It's like, it's like a stripper. <laughs> you know, a stripper doesn't have to be like molested by their their father or uncle or something to to like turn to stripping. Sometimes they're just like, I don't mind taking my clothes off. I and it's have, good money. I have a nice pair of titties, and it's good money. Mm -hmm. So I have no qualms about this. So I feel like almost like what you're thinking is like this Hollywood like idea that there has to be a big backstory about some stuff. And I'm thinking more like there's no backstory. It's just good money. 
and they don't have qualms about it. Okay. Uh, and like, in yeah, your maybe ex- that maybe that is exam- a Hollywood trope. In your example, you were an artist model. Yeah. You had no problems taking off your clothes to be photographed. Right. Did you have any backstory that made you like have that, or were you just like, eh, I don't mind? No, honestly, it was the money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the artist model um, job in particular, that was the highest paying, um, one of the highest paying jobs on campus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm already, I'm, I'm like, I am in the fine art program. I am, I am, I am drawing and painting these women, these women and these guys, like, and they're getting paid, you know, a good amount of money, a, a lot more than I was getting paid at the, um, part-time job that I had. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. So. So you see, I mean, it, there, there doesn't have to be a backstory behind it. It mm-hmm. just happens to be someone has, it, it falls in their lap. And my fake, God, my favorite gigs were um, photography um, classes mm-hmm. where you have like, there, there was like five or six photographers at once and each one had to pay a fee to, to get in and that fee most of that fee went to me. Um, and that was like, the more people came, the more money I got. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So what I'm saying is just like, you don't have to have a qualm about it. There, there, there can be nothing that leads you to this. There mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a huge backstory. You just happen to like, like the money. Yeah. And you don't have like, an, you don't have an objection to it. And, you know, I did always, I did also see it as art. It was also thrilling to, like, see myself on paper and in a photograph and mm-hmm. be like, wow, like, that is beautiful. Yeah, I've seen some of your pictures. Like, they are beautiful. Thank you. And for the reason... Y'all won't find them on the internet, by no, the way. No, you won't. Don't, Do not look. Don't Google me. Um, it's not under my name anyway. I had a pseudonym. Is that the right word? I don't know. Isn't a pseudonym like a mix-up of your letters? Let's Google pseudonym. <laughs> I had an alias. I think that was the word I was looking for. Okay. Rosie, Rosie, Rosie. What is your pseudonym? What, is, what does pseudonym mean? You silly, silly girl. Is a fictitious name, especially one used by an author. Ha. Okay. It was right. I was right. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> What's the word where you take the, like, the, the, scramble? the letters and it's like, like a name is an anagram for something like, um. I was about to say, is it an anagram? Is it an anagram? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like on Sounds of the Lambs, which you haven't actually watched, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, but how about like Harry Potter? There's <laughs> anagrams in Harry La- Potter, Lord which ba- I haven't watched. Voldemort and Tom Riddle. What? Tom Riddle and Voldemort? What? Okay, never mind. Okay. Some, some, somewhere some Harry Potter fan is like, oh! Conspiracy theory! No, it is spelled out. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's okay. Like literally the second book or... Um, movie i didn't read the second book i read a couple of later later ones yeah this is getting off topic yeah i didn't read harry potter um next one is dominant or a person who exercises control contrasted with submissive i am at 71 percent. you are probably much higher you are at 86 percent um 86% would probably be my 98% for most other things. Like, just because I'm so, like, I hate to do an always never thing. Why? I don't know. I just don't, never feel like, I I feel like strongly agreed things are just, I tend to always roll middle of the road. 
So like anytime See, you- See, that skews your data. Eh. It makes your data a little ambiguous and it's kind of frustrating. I know. Are, you're doing that on purpose to be I'm frustrating. A, I'm a mystery. Oh yeah. I'm an enigma. You're such an enigma, baby. Uh, okay. So yeah, we have talked about, you know, this, um, I am so high because I have been dominant, have played the dominant role in the past. Yeah, you have not we're with not, me. Yeah, but we're <laughs> not going to go into that. That's this, that is the line for me. I'm not going to talk about that part of. You're not going to talk about that my, encounter. Two. Two. Yeah. Not going to talk about that. No, everybody wants to know, but you're not going to know because I'm not going to say it. Okay. Next is uh, brat tamer, which is the dom. The dom's role as a brat tamer is to think of ways to force their brat to comply with their demands. This usually happens in the form of punishments. I am 69%. You are, where you at? 81%. I feel I would be a little bit even higher. Yeah, if you didn't skew your data. If my, if. But yeah, that's that's pretty hot for me. I don't think you even know how to brat tame. Um, I never. Let's see. You've never had a brat. I've never had a real brat. No. You've never been a dom with a brat, so you don't even know how to really brat tame. And you're you're a brat, but you aren't like you're not a super brat. I'm a low key brat. Yeah, like. <laughs> I will say that, like, when you have a super brat, it is very, 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 like, yeah, it is a turn on. I get so annoyed, probably. It's it's trying to figure out a very thin line to break them. Okay. Because, like, you do something, and you make them do something, and they do it, but they do it with this, like, smirk, like a bratty smirk. Mm-hmm. And like so, secretary. Yeah, and so now you're going to, like, step it up that next I think, notch. Yeah, I think secretary is probably one of the most um, accurate depictions of a dom-sub, brat-brat-tamer relationship. I think it's it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. Um, because I don't think in the beginning, like, um, I Juliet, don't, Julie Gyllenhaal, what is her first name? Uh, Maggie. Maggie. Okay, Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't know why I thought Juliet... Maggie, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal was, I don't think she knew what she was walking in there. Mm-hmm. No, she didn't. Um, the, the, the male Spacey, is it? No. It's not, is it Kevin Spacey? Mm. Wait. Was Kevin Spacey the one who did like the child molesting thing? I think so. So Let it's me not Google him. This. I, I always mix these two guys up. Um, and I'm sorry, <laughs> like if the, these two guys ever like. 2002. James Spader. James Spader. I'm sorry, James Spader. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to mix you up. Who was very attractive in that movie. Um, James Spader went in knowing who he was. Yeah, James Spader, like... It, he didn't discover what he was in this movie. And if you've ever seen it and you're like, you know, this is an adult movie. Yes, you do not want to watch it. If you're a parent, you don't want to watch it with your even your grown kid. Because no. that's really awkward. It is very awkward. Watch uh, it by yourself. Yeah, uh, you know... With your significant other, but yeah. um, for for a younger generation like um, that are just turning mature age, mm-hmm. um, Secretary is a great, great, really good film. Like it's a good film. It's very deep in like the BDSM. Like I, I think, like people I, who are in it are probably like this is all bullshit. But I will. I have 
one big issue with this film uh-huh. is that her discovering that she was a BDSM, a a major sub brat, kind of solved or cured her cutting and her um, her self mutilation. Okay, I don't. I don't think that's something that we need to try to do, like to, 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 to say is a, a cure. Right. Like having a kink, like people, I think that's how people become sex addicts mm-hmm. um, is when they're trying to hide or relieve their trauma with sex. So that's the one issue I have with this movie. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's been a long time since I've seen it. I didn't even remember the cutting part of it. Uh, now that you said it, mm-hmm. I think I remember it. Yeah. And like she's, she comes out of the psychiatric hospital. Yeah. Or maybe just the hospital hospital. She was um, cutting herself and uh, yeah. But so, um, yeah. Um, anyway, what, I don't remember where we were going with this. Um we were talking about degraders. No. Doms? Talking about brat tamers. Brat Excuse tamers. Me. So, um, you know, she didn't even know what she was to begin this movie. Mm-hmm. Like she, she didn't know. She didn't walk in there knowing she was a brat and a sub. Um, he didn't, like, force it upon her. It, it, uh, it, if I remember correctly, it kind of happened very organically where, like, he did, like, something... And she just continued to, like, push that boundary. I remember this movie very vividly. Uh-huh. It starts non-consensual. Okay. And that's another thing, I, another issue I have with this you, movie. Does it? It starts non-consensual. Um, she, he hires her as her, his secretary. She goes into his office. Um... He asks her to read some bulletin or something, and then he spanks her without her knowledge. Okay. So, yeah, that's another issue I have with this movie. <laughs> okay. It's like the setup of the premise. That's yeah. what I have to I guess it, we had to have like There some, was no conversation. There, there had to be a, a marked point for it. Like but Fifty I, Shades of Grey does this better, where there's a straight up like a fucking contract. Yeah, so <laughs> fucking gay. <laughs> Don't say gay. Um, all right, so I don't know. We should while you watch this movie. I, I guess I don't remember parts of it. We should. We can we can stream it on Showtime. Okay, let's go. All right. Next is degrader. Uh, degraders like to degrade and humiliate their play partners either by acting upon them in a degrading way, or by forcing them to do things they consider degrading. I am at sixty four percent. You are at eighty percent. Okay. I'm going to say when we talk about this, my part about being a degrader is only in speech. Mm-hmm. Right. It is not. It's not acts. It's not acts. Mm-hmm. I know there is a whole group of people out there who like to be peed and pooed upon. That is a hard no for both of us. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> There's not even a question. There's not Sorry, even Sorry, I don't mean... I don't want to kink shame, but yeah, that's just that's not our thing. Yeah, no, that's a that's a hard no. We are not R. Kelly. <laughs> Again, if you're into that, 
more power to you. Go find the people. Go find your people. Because right. your people are out there. They are out there. All right, so there is a part of degrading, which is kind of brat taming, which this kind of goes with. Mm-hmm. But this is a very um, awkward one or weird one because there are so many degrees of it. Right. You know, like I can call you a slut or a uh, a whore in our bedroom, and it's pretty much okay, you know, as long as we're on a level that you understand that it's okay. Right. But, like, me literally throwing you on the ground and urinating on you, both of these are, are levels of degradation, but there's so many levels. Yeah, like, there are, there's, there's vast... Uh, like one's very extreme. Mm-hmm. There's there's this very vast like multi levels of de- of degradation. Yeah, like calling you a dirty girl is one thing. Mm-hmm. Like writing like slut pig or anal only on you and like tying you up to be like used by other men, which is all part of this. Is that the porn you've been watching? I, no, I know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> is it the porn you've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> like it's fine if it is i'm just curious now because <laughs> you won't tell me what kind of porn you watch <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> i know it exists i know this is a like a, a thing and like guys actually like uh, you know get into it more and i don't know there are girls who get into it but like yeah, there's people that are totally into it. Like, I, I, again, it's it's one of those things I don't understand, like that extreme of degradation. Why would you want to be degraded that much? Why would you want to do that to someone? Mm-hmm. You know, right. How dominant do you need to feel over another person? Right. Um, and again, I think it's it's about control. There's this this joke that trauma becomes a kink, and I do think that that plays a part in it. That's not a joke. It's it's a truth. It's it's a it, yeah. It comes across as a joke, but uh, when when you, yeah, I think like the less control you have in real life, the more control you want in bed. Yeah, and vice versa. Well, I mean, like okay, and again, you are an exception to this rule. But <laughs> I don't know how much control you have at work. I mean, no one really tells me what to do. Right, but you're not the boss. I'm not the boss, but no one really, like, I just know my job well enough that no one ever tells me what to do. Right. But that's blue collar. Blue collar isn't white collar. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I know my task on a day in and day out basis, and I don't have a lot of supervision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or okay. direction. I just know what has to be done. Right. And that, you, you and I are kind of on the same level. Like, I think mine is, my job is white collar, technically. Or is it blue collar? I don't know. I don't know. I tried to call you a blue collar the other day, and you got mad at me. I did get mad at you, cause that, which you, is wrong of me, because I that's like putting myself on a pedestal and thinking that I'm better than blue collar workers, which is not true, and that was wrong of me. So, um. <laughs> anyway, do we have anything else to say about degradation? I, I really, I again, I don't, I don't know. Like these are things that like I feel that any kink is. If it's your thing and everyone's consensual, that's fine. It's just very hard for me to, like, get behind, like, some of it or even get into the mindset of why it's okay for the victim of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I can understand 
the um the other side like the 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 not the victim but whatever you call them the degrader the degrader there's the degradee who's in, it's inflicted upon in the okay. degrader i guess i shouldn't say victim because they're consensual so consensual. they're not yeah it's not a victim yeah um but i i cannot i can't get into your mindset like why you would want this and i, I guess it's all degrees you yeah. know, like like if you like to be called a dirty girl, maybe you're a degrady. You know, you're yeah, you're a light degrady, like super super light. Mm-hmm. But if you're okay with like your boyfriend passing you around to his friends, which is something that people do. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I I say that I like maybe read a post or some shit about this, or maybe saw a Reddit thing on it. I mean, that's like the. That's a lot of what porn is. Yeah. So, like, if you're okay with that, like, like you're, that's a very high level of being degraded. Right. Like, because he has no respect for you whatsoever. Well, he's, he's simulating no respect. Yes. So, it's, none of this is real. I think that's, that is. Is that why I, like, have this really weird disconnect? Yeah, because you, you cannot separate reality from sexuality i guess okay like so how i treat you in sex is how i treat you in real life that's how you're that's That's how how i'm wired that's how you're wired okay yeah and i think especially in the bdsm culture like that's not that can't be the case because then it's just actual it's actual torture and actual um abuse oh huh yeah okay yeah, no. Like, cause, cause what, cause like true BDSM relationships, like healthy BDSM relationships start with a lot of conversation about boundaries and safe words and a bunch of other stuff. Um, and the fact that it can stop at any time, oh. like the degrade E still has the power to, to say stop and it stops immediately. Except for P. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can hold it. Can dude, you have you ever tried to stop midstream? Oh, dude, I can stop midstream. You can't stop midstream? Oh, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that it's harder for guys to stop midstream. <laughs> like, if you hear a noise, you just Yeah, stop. sometimes. I have done that where I'm, like, the only person at home, and I'll hear, I'll hear a noise, and I'm on the toilet. I'm like, oh, God. And I stop. <laughs> it goes, I just stop peeing. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? What's <laughs> happening right now? I'm gonna get abducted on the toilet, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to have pee. <laughs> it's gonna be, gonna be dr- this is terrible. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, and like when you sneeze, you can't pee. You know that? Have you ever sneezed while you pee? No. <laughs> <laughs> but those two things seem like it's. It seems to me like those two things, like it, the intersection of those two things is so random. <laughs> yeah, when you sneeze, like you how, can't often, pee. how often do you sneeze? I've done it a few times. Like, no, like in a day. Like you think in a you, day? Yeah, half. Like, do you think you sneeze every other day, every third day? I think I sneeze every day. So you are a one day, one time a day sneezer. Yeah, on a good day. Okay. Well, I don't know. Like sometimes I'll have like five or six. Sneezes. I think I'm allergic to something at work. Sometimes I sneeze a lot at work. Sometimes I have like five or six sneezes in a row, mm-hmm. but then I'll go like two and a half, three weeks without sneezing. I don't think that's true. I cannot tell you the last time I sneezed. I can't remember the last time you sneezed either. <laughs> okay. It's going so far off the rails. We are not keeping track of, of how many sneezes we have. 
This has gone so far off the rails to can you sneeze and pee? <laughs> okay, okay, let's bring it back. All right. So, yes. So, I think, I think where you're, like, you are accepting this, like, BDSM, like, how they treat, how a degrader treats, treats a degradee in BDSM play is how they treat them in real life, right. which is not correct. The healthy relationships, that's not correct. Okay. Because if it, because then if, if that person is treating them like that all the time, that's abuse. Uh-huh. But if it's role-playing and it has been communicated that it is role-playing and that the degradee can stop, can make it stop at any point in time immediately, that's just sex and role-playing. Huh. So weird. You just never thought of it that way? No, I never thought about it that way. And wow, we should have had a whole conversation about BDSM before we started this podcast. And like, uh, now we wouldn't have all this content. <laughs> But, like, the ability to turn this shit off and on is, like, really weird to me. Why? Well, like, it feels like it all has to be ingrained in your personality to be this person. So, like, if you're a person who is, like, degrading another person to a, a heavy extent, it's ingrained in your personality. And for you to be able to just turn it off, it's like, like, are you turning it off or are you denying yourself? Is it, like, what 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 is it, you know? Because, like... If no, because think about it. If the degrader was like that in real life, they'd be a monster. Who says they aren't? I mean, this, that's the difference between sex and real life. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is, like, I would be so scared of being that monster at any point because I know what I'm capable of. Okay. Like you, you know what you're capable of. You're afraid of your own strength. Absolutely. Okay. Like the more I, I gave into this, what if the more I craved it? Oh, so addiction. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. I never thought about that that way. I'm coming at this from like a like this is a completely healthy sexual relationship. Like that's what I'm that's what I'm coming from. That's my my way of looking at it. My my okay. And I don't know. I just have this like theory, this thought, this this that if any of this stuff like for you. For me to be able to do any of this stuff, I don't feel like I'm like I'm a hundred percent like healthy. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying that, like, which I think is. I, and this is ahead. this is from an uh, this is from a point of ignorance. Yes, like total ignorance. So, mm-hmm. like to the community, I apologize because I am ignorant of anything y'all are. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is literally from my own ignorance. Um, but when I when I think of like someone who can degrade another person, I don't think of a person who turns that on or off. I don't. I just think of it as a person who puts it on hold to um, function in society. Mm. But their ultimate thing is they are a person who, at the end of the day, just peed on someone. <laughs> I made that a joke. <laughs> you should not <laughs> laugh at that. Uh, um, I yeah, I can understand why you see it that way. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Uh, taking a moment to get a drink. Um, so, 
I lost my train of thought a little bit. Um, why I see it that way. Why you see it that way. Yes. Uh, so, like, I, I have known, like, I have known people that are, that have been in, like, the whole master-slave relationship and, and are part of the, like, the, I guess the, community? not severe, or, oh. like, the, the advanced BDSM community, um, and their relationships are so intimate and loving, like when they're when it's not when they're not in the like I have obviously have never watched them do their BDSM thing, but um, out but in in real life, like there is a lot of respect and love there, mm-hmm. and I think that comes from intimacy, from them because the responsible part of being in a, in the BDSM community and being a degrader degrady sort of dynamic is having these conversations and knowing where the line is um, and having the ability to stop it at any point. And um, so that takes, that requires a lot of, a lot of honesty and vulnerability for, on both sides. Do you think that like when you get into a heavily BDSM like relationship, or any of these relationships where you are very sub um, dom kind of things, and I guess BDSM is probably the most ex- the, the the easiest one to, to do this example of. Does it take away some of the spontaneity of sex? I don't think. No, I don't think they're planning every sex session. Okay. I yeah, I think it it's I think every couple. Does it add? Do you think? I think it might add. Okay. Um, like just knowing as a sub that he can grab me at any time and take me mm-hmm. and I have to be okay with that. You don't have to be okay with that every time. That's the point. But yeah, but you, but you are okay with that. You choose to be okay with that. You choose to be okay with that because if you're not, you're not, you're not really in that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have to kind of be okay with that. Like, and I know what you're saying is like. You're saying, yeah, you don't have to be okay with that. You're always going to give consent. But if he grabs you and has to ask your consent before doing stuff, or she grabs you, I guess, you know. I think consent can be sexy. Asking someone beforehand, like. I don't think it can. Oh, I. I I think it's such a mood breaker. (laughs) (laughs) Like asking someone, can I kiss you? Like. I think that's adorable. I think that, like, for, like, a relationship thing, especially if you're in this and you're you're the dom, it is so not, like, sexual. to Even, like, as the dom, it shows weakness. And the sub isn't going to respect you. No, asking, like, saying, like, in a way, like, hey, do you want to play? But, okay. Yeah, you get it? No. No? Because as the dom, you have to be that person from the time you decide to play until it's over. You have to, because it doesn't do anything for the sub if you're a half-assed dom. <laughs> you have to know the subs like limits, push those limits, but not exceed those limits, and never show like weakness. Okay. Okay. Um, because if you're like sitting there asking, um, do you mind if I do this? It does no, not come that, off as dom. No, like they're not asking that the entire session. It's just like, hey, do you want to initiate? 
That's if your switches. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got what? Like, we need to get going here. We got forty-seven. We're at forty-seven minutes. Okay. okay. Um, next one is sadist, which is a person who enjoys inflicting pain, usually sexually. Uh, I'm at sixty-three percent. You are at sixty-five percent. Mm-hmm. So we're both kind of the same here. Um, I have never. I guess scratching is the how far I've gone with this inflicting pain on mm-hmm. someone sexually. Um, I have inflicted pain. Okay. And like, it is always awkward to me. Okay. Why? Because I don't know how much to inflict and she might stay more, but I'm also like, I don't want to hurt you. Right. You know, it, it there's something in my sensibility that does not allow me to really hurt a woman. Mm-hmm. And even sexually. And I know, like, it can't feel good. Maybe the sting does feel good when I slap an ass. But when your ass is literally red all the way across and possibly even having some blue come out and you're still saying more, I feel bad. Okay. There's something about my sensibilities that do not allow me to really, really inflict that much pain. That's good. I've had, like, women want to be choked, Mm -hmm. and I've been, like, and they're, like, harder, and I'm, like, no. Like, I'm not going to cut off your airway and actually choke you. Yeah, I don't really want to choke you. I want to pretend choke you. I'm not going to kill you. (laughs) I want to pretend choke you, but not real choke you. (laughs) Just put my hand around your neck. And squeeze a little bit. I don't want you to actually turn red in the face. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, I want to turn red and blue in the face. And I'm like. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's just, that's me. Like, I don't, I don't want that level of choking. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like. I, you know, it makes me uncomfortable to do that to a person. But that's my limit, apparently. Yeah. Like, it is very hard to be a person who is, like, a sadist. Like, get, I don't know if it's hard. I, I know I, I can't do it. I can't get pleasure from giving someone pain. Okay. Yeah, and that's just how you're wired. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Um, and I don't know shit about aftercare. Right. um i've never had the one person who i did talk to um about being sadist like they said it was a control thing um but there's so many other ways to control someone without inflicting pain upon them yeah especially if they're willing to be controlled Mm -hmm. sure um and also knowing this person on the level that I did, they were not, they were not like a monster. Mm. They weren't. I'm not like saying a they bad are. person. Okay. Like I'm just saying, like there is, there's a line. There's always a line. Like we're, when we talk about this, we're talking about lines and boundaries and safe words and consent, um, and all that is what makes it sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like otherwise, it's Straight up abuse. Um, so yeah, like this person has had trauma and this was their way of sort of gaining that power back. Getting, get, trying to, of being in control. So yeah, like I said before, trauma becomes a kink. Okay. Which is not a hard, fast rule and doesn't pertain to everybody. Um, but I think it pertains to some. 
and pertain to this person in particular. So, <clears throat> um, so yeah, you just, you, you're not wired this way, so you don't get it. No, I don't get it. I can't, like, I see it as abusing a woman. Okay. Like, in my head, like, I, I, I and not that it is. I mean, like, if y'all are consensually doing it. Yeah, it's not. Go about your business. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I just feel like I'm abusing a woman, and that is a no-no. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I think, and you were saying earlier, like, this is coming from a place of ignorance. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's a lot of why, of how, and a lot of why the BDSM community gets a bad rap because people don't know enough about it and don't know that it's about consent first and it's about boundaries and, you know, and safe words and, you know. Do they get a bad rap? Yeah. I mean. Are they like. They're not literally, like, like there's no purges against the, like, no, BDSM. Like but there are people out there that are, like, these are freaks. This sh- like, this kind of sexual. Oh, yeah, but there are people out there who are, like, redheads are freaks. <laughs> but, no, there are, there are people out there, like, there are people have, like, there have been laws against um, homosexual sex. Yeah, yeah. Like, but there's, there's people that think that there should be laws against BDSM. Really? Yeah. Huh. Prudes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I think it just comes from some ignorance and a lack of understanding. For sure. Okay. I think they're prudes. I don't think no amount of understanding will make them not prudes. If you're just a prude, you're a prude. You're a prude. It doesn't matter how many people tell you, no, we both consent to me, you know, spanking her with a whip and tying her and putting her in like shackles or something like that. You're a prude is a prude is a prude is a prude. And they just need to get laid. They just, they're never <laughs> going to accept, like, anything other than, like, whatever their, like, limited boundaries are. So, the the most you can hope for is the fact that you have a hands-off government that says freedom is freedom. Right. And whatever happens between consensual adults is their business. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, and that's what whatever. I hope our government gets back to is, like, freedom is freedom. Mm-hmm. Like you, we're not going to impede on people's freedom. And your freedom to beat another living, you know, person as long as y'all both consent in the bedroom, in the boudoir, is okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Con- yes, in private. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or in public, if everyone's okay with it. I don't care. I don't film in it. In controlled public? I don't know. That's, that's weird well, laws now. Okay, I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a lawyer, man. We don't know. We, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about, you know, private sex. Anyway, um... The next one is uh, primal, as in prey. Um, and the prey is the submissive in a type of sexual kink or deviancy, which involves, I don't, I don't like that word, sexual kink, which involves becoming animalistic during sex, can include scratching, biting, general brute force, and animal-type noises like howling, snarling, and growling, etc. I am 58%. You are 0%. Because it said prey. Because it's prey, yes. And you are not the prey. I am never prey. No. <laughs> Do we have predator next? Yeah, there's a predator. Yeah. What's mine? Um, predator is actually hunter. Okay. There's hunter and prey. Um, you are, I'm 41%. You are, where are you at? Where are you at? Oh, you're 84%. It's pretty high for me. That's very high, yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah, uh, 
Hunter is obviously the dominant. Um, we, I kind of alluded to this, like that you are, you're very primal. I am primal. I am. Yeah. It, and I don't think you were ready for it when you first got together. Oh, God, no. No, I had no idea what I was getting into. I was very a little scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you still scared now? No. No. You know I'll never hurt you. Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think you would ever try to like intentionally hurt me mm-hmm. or in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't I don't know. I don't do this as a um as a weird like the thing is, is like, I, 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 this is your kink, baby. Yeah. Talk I, about it. Okay. So I growl when, when, when I get close, right? Mm-hmm. I get very, very animalistic when I get close yeah. and I don't know why. I think it's just because I start to like, I'm going to have to warn my sister about this episode. Okay. <laughs> Cause she's going to get to know us. So know much better. Much better. Well, we went to the Rocky Horror <laughs> and I did it. It's true. Yes, you did do it. So she already knows this about you. Um, but I am very, very, I, I don't know, it, 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 there is something about sex that is primal. Oh, yeah, It absolutely. is the most primal thing we do yeah. as humans. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the thing that is most in tune with our animal nature. I agree, yeah. The, like, nothing else in our modern society brings us back to sex. Mm-hmm. The other things that that even come close are being a hunter, which I am. <laughs> Or like a real hunter. A, a real hunter. Like hunting animals. Or, or like, you know, doing things to gather your own food and build your own shelter. These are the things that make us the most closely aligned with our... Primitive nature. Yeah. What is that part of your brain that's like the reptilian? The... Uh, An- mandula oblongata. Mandula oblongata. Or is it the amygdala? We don't have to look it up. We're not going to look it up. Your reptilian brain, whatever, whichever part of that, the yeah. brain stem. Okay. Yeah. So that, so when I get, yeah, I start to channel that and it becomes very um, um, intense, I think, for both of us. Mm-hmm. And like, um, yeah, it, it's not like, like, I'm there, but, like, you can explain the look in my eyes. Oh, yeah, you're far away. Yeah. Um, even if you're staring at me, you're, like, your your pupils are, sometimes they're dilated. It's weird. Sometimes they're dilated and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're really, really small, like a predator's small, you know? Mm-hmm. But sometimes they're really dilated, like, a, like when a cat zooms in on what it's going to pounce on, you know? Um, but, yeah, like, you're kind of glassed over. So, like... You're not, like, you're present, but you're not present, you know? <laughs> How do you feel about it? Like, because I, I feel like I'm the only person you've ever been with who does this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like I'm a, an anomaly in this. Yeah. No, I've never, yeah, you are the only person that has been this way. Mm-hmm. Um, at first. Like, yeah, at first when, when we first did it, like, yeah, I didn't understand it. I thought, <clears throat> is this how redneck boys are? <laughs> and, like, am I even into this? I don't know. I'm kind of scared. I don't understand. Um, how do you feel about it now? Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Once you understand there's no, like, I'm not going to, like, pull back and punch you in the face. Right. 
Yes, it's not that. <laughs> You're like, wow, this is, uh, you, you find it to be, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a turn on? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing it to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, like, I think there were a lot of things, like, about you sexually that I didn't appreciate when we first started dating because I didn't get it. Um, like, like that and like, um, I, I call it name calling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cause and I, early on I said something about it. Like I didn't want, I didn't like it, mm-hmm. but that's just, that's something you're into and I can appreciate that. So yeah, now I, I let you do that. I allow you. Does it bother you? No. Yeah. Because you know there's no malice behind it. Right. And see, yeah, that's the point. That's, that is BDSM, basically, is that there's no malice behind these acts. Mm-hmm. It's sex. You know. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so for the predator-prey thing, yeah, there is a definitely, like, a part of me who, and it's the dominant side of me, that, like, when it, when it, when it takes over and it, like, when I'm ready to... I guess there's no, no polite way to say Orgasm. this other climax. Yeah. Um, I go into a very primal mode, and that's how I achieve my greatest orgasm. Okay. Is to be in that very primal mode. And I think you know this as well as I do. Yeah, absolutely. Like you yeah, know, I do. You know how much more intense it gets for me mm-hmm. when I can go to that place. Part of me thinks that you're like holding your breath for a time. Are you holding your breath? I don't know. You know. I don't know. <laughs> like you're growling and and you're exhaling. Like I don't know. You just get really red in the face. So there's a lot of strain going on. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's uh it's definitely a turn on now. Um and I guess, like, my my prejudice against rednecks was a was a big issue mm-hmm. when we first started dating. Because that's all I really saw you as. Thanks. Um, I'm sorry. Like, and you, but you were funny, which is why I gave you another chance. It's like, he's funny. And he's pretty. So, and he's intelligent. So, yeah, I'll. So, what made you call me a redneck? Just my, my accent? Yeah, it was your accent. <laughs> I'm bitch. <laughs> I don't even think I have that bad of an accent. You can't hear it. Okay. And I saw, and now I don't really hear it either. But yeah, um, my sisters commented on it. Um, Boy, she should hear me when I'm around my, my dad. Yes. You you've said it gets worse. It does get worse. And yeah, she's heard your dad now um, at at the wedding. Um. Yeah, I was just, and I was just, I was still really resentful of having to move down here. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things that were going on with me that had nothing to do with you. So, But we made it. We did make we're it. We're now married. High five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How many more we got? A few. Do we need to get through them a little more quicker? Um, not really. We're pretty close. Okay. Um, haha. Giggity. That's what she said. Um, we're 12. We are 12. <laughs> no, we're very adult. This is a very adult podcast. Super adult. Yes. All right, um, next is master and mistress, which is the dom in a consensual relationship in which one person receives control when given it by another. We've talked about this. This is a really long definition. 
So I'm at 47%. You are at 32%. That's weird. Do you want to go into a little more of the, the detail of it? Yeah, so the dominant consensual relationship in which one person receives control, the master, when given it by another, the slave, for mutual benefit with a focus on service and obedience. The slave will often accept a collar from their master to show that they are owned. Okay. Yeah, so that's the difference between, like, dom and master. Because I think is was the collar part that may have turned you off. Okay. Yeah. This seems like the the dominant person allows the submissive person to become dominant for a little while. No. Oh. No. Did I misunderstand? In which one person receives control when given it by another, which is the slave. As in the slaves, like that's the whole point of BDSM is that the, quote, slave allows the master to be the master. Yeah. And that's the difference between, you know, abuse and BDSM. But, okay, so this is something mistress? Master slash mistress. Mistress. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. What did you think it was? I don't, like, it was, like, master, mistress, like, hyphenated, not, like, oh, slash. Oh, no, not sorry. Like, either master. or. Yeah, sorry. Like, it is either or. Master <laughs> slash mistress. Okay. I was like, wait, wait. Does they, they, they do, like, they decide to switch? Because we already did, did switching. This seems like <laughs> another thing. Okay. So this is basically, like, yeah, like the the dog collar thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think either one of us are into that. I don't know. I'd like you to buy me some more jewelry. Yeah, but that's not a dog collar. No, it's not. I feel like this is more of that. Like, this is the part of BDSM or or, or kink that like I kind of like can't grasp grasp because it kind of falls into that to me non sexual side of it. Okay. Like, are they having sex or are you just leading this person around by a collar? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, publicly, if you lead a person around by a collar and do all this stuff, which you said you've seen. Yeah. That is a kink. Mm-hmm. But at the end of right. the day, or is he putting his P in her V? Or is this just the end of their sexual, you know? I don't know. This could be initiating it. This could be just yeah. a daily thing they do. Um I don't know. I don't know. I didn't talk to them. I didn't ask them about it. I understand. <laughs> so, so that's some of this, like some of this conversation and maybe like my ignorance and disconnect from this is when you get into the more like extreme section of like this, uh, um, these lifestyles, mm-hmm. when does the sex occur? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay, so it's like you know if you're if you're into this all this stuff, when do you actually just fuck? <laughs> okay, um, I don't know when you guys when they get home. Yeah, I, they oh, go out. They th- this or, is at a concert. Or, or even if is it uh, is it their thing? Do they even have like you know sex or? I mean, I'm sure it's it's got to be related to sex. Okay. I mean, we're, we're talking about sex. We so are talking yes, about sex, but we all see it through the lens of sex. But if you never have sex, you know. I'm sure there are like asexual people out there that. This is their thing. That this is, this might be their thing. Yeah. This is how they far it gets. want to own people. But that, I guess that's some of my ignorance and my disconnect from it is like not understanding when the sex comes into some of these scenarios. Okay. Um, 
because like if you've if you have a person who is tied up and you've like whipped them and stuff like that, when do you put? When do you do it? When does the P and the V? Yeah. When does that happen? Because like you now have to do aftercare to take care of these wounds that you've just inflicted upon this person. Mm-hmm. And are you doing it with a raging heart on? Like, <laughs> I think from the porn that I've watched, <laughs> it comes in between. Okay. Like, and but I'm not. That's 100 percent accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as far as like that's the extent of my knowledge when it comes to like straight up like bondage okay. and whipping. Um, and even then, like it's not. I'm not watching like like torture simulations where mm. they're getting beaten to a pulp. Like yeah. I'm, I'm just watching like light. Yeah. Light bondage and whipping. Right. Porn. Um, I felt uncomfortable watching anything harder than that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's not your thing. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Um, all right. Do you want to move on? Let's see. That was, let's see. Oh, <laughs> vanilla, which is someone who is not into BDSM. Okay. I'm at 41%. You're at 42%. So that would mean we are not very vanilla. So we are all, we are a little are more like, into BDSM than we are not into BDSM. A little bit. Okay. Okay. We are. I think we've just discovered something about ourselves, about our sex life. Is that it's it's primal. I think yeah. I think our sex life are my my like Your my sex initi- style. My sex style is primal. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's a, a good all-encompassing um, style because we can be a little rougher if we need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we can be fairly gentle if that's what you desire. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to stay in control. Yes, you do, which you enjoy. Which is... But I don't have to be highly verbally in control. Okay. And I think that's a, that's why I like primal because I don't have to like put a lot of effort into like thinking about being in control. I just move through knowing control. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You don't want to talk a lot. I don't talk a lot. Yeah, you don't talk a lot. I just no. do. And I don't. I don't either. I just move you where I want you to be. Yeah, and that's awesome. And do whatever I want you want to do. And I know, I think we've talked enough that we know limits. Mm-hmm. And yeah. before certain things happen, I ask. But that's, you know, I'm going to ask your permission before something like I know is like kind of a, a close to a, a hard line for you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much like why I enjoy Primal. I don't, it doesn't take a lot of thought in theatrics. Right. Okay. I get that. Yeah, you are. You're very. What's what I'm looking for? Low maintenance. I'm dominant without having to say a lot of stuff. Right. And that's kind of what I like being. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's because neither one of us are vocal enough to like. No, no. Um, it actually it distracts me. Talking distracts me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I guess because. I don't know. I don't know why it distracts me. It just does. Yeah. So. Okay. Next. 
Um, owner, which is a dom and an owner pet relationship. I am at. There we go. I feel like we're going to be very low on these. Yeah. This is. I did it in order. So yeah, the the percentages okay. go down. Um, I'm at seventeen percent. You are at eighteen percent. So we're not into an owner pet relationship. No, that's a that's a that's a weird like. That's a, that's one I don't get. It's I don't understand it. it. Yeah, it's different. I don't understand like wanting to be a pony or a dog or a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, the horse ones are really weird to me. But uh, like again, like I'm not trying to shame you or say that you shouldn't do whatever you want to do. I'm just saying it's it it's it's not my thing. And at this point in my life, I probably never know it to be my thing because I don't think it's your thing. And my plan is to be with you for the rest of our lives. Yes. So we're not going to get into the the, the equestrian <laughs> lifestyle. I'm sure there's a lot. There's there's um, cats, thing, cat thing too. Yeah. Um, there's probably an everything thing. Um, okay, next is daddy mommy. Okay. Daddy slash mommy which is a dom and a subset of dominance and submission. The name of this lifestyle refers to the nurturing relationship between parent and child where the dom takes on a role of a parent figure and the sub of a child. And I'm at 10%. Mm -hmm. You are at 6%. Okay. Is this our last one? How many more we got? We got two. What's what's the other two? Um, Two are kind of related to this. Um, It's the the sub of daddy-mommy, which is boy-slash-girl. Okay. And then age play. Okay. Which we are both at 0% for. Okay, so let's go ahead and just like wrap this all up in this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's be gentle because this is not our thing. This is not our thing. Um, I will say like as a male who has like it dependingly, like, okay, so I've been called daddy before. Yes. And it can be a turn on. It can be hot. Um, but the first time someone who was significantly younger than me said it, it was kind of taken aback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was like a 20-year difference. Mm-hmm. Is that when you stopped dating such young girls? <laughs> no, I didn't stop dating <laughs> such young girls. I never <laughs> dated such young girls. Well, such, a, such an age difference. I never dated them. Oh, sorry. Dated. Last time you had sex with. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you manho. I just coped. Just co- <laughs> God, I hope Hallsford never hears this. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to tell her to not listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, this is w- She doesn't listen, so we're just not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, the... Um, uh, being called daddy um, can be hot. Mm-hmm. So I, I will admit that one. I'll admit that one. That one's kind of hot. Like if, if yeah, yeah, that one can work. Um, I don't think being called mommy for me could ever be hot. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, because I'm, I'm so not a mommy. But I, I don't know what that is sexually. Like I know what daddy is sexually, but I don't know what mommy is sexually. It's weird that daddy and mommy are so different, huh? Yeah. It is. Like, like it's, it would be weird to say mommy, but, like, for daddy, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know, that's, huh, that feels sexist. I don't know. Maybe things are changing with Olivia Wilde and that um, 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 singer dude who was in that movie. Um, um, I don't know. He was a um, he was a a, a, a one Harry step. Styles? Yeah. What, what, what band was he in? One step, one something. Um, whatever that. Yeah, that 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 whatever that. <laughs> <band> <laughs> okay. was. Well, he was a boy band guy, right? He was in a boy band. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jonas Brothers? No, he's not a Jonas Brothers. <laughs> His last name is a Jonas. It's Styles. Harry Styles. What band were you in? Now I gotta know. Uh, oh, you're making a joke because he wore a dress, aren't you? No. Okay. What the hell is your band, dude? He wasn't in a band? I, I know he was in a band. It's just not saying, Google's not saying immediately what his band is. One Direction. I, su- I said you one said something. One. Yes. No, it had nothing to do with him wearing a dress. He's dating like Olivia Wilde. Yes. Um, I recently like had seen an article about, about like their sex life. Not theirs in particular. They weren't like giving like intimate details. Mm-hmm. But it was talking about the new trend, which I guess isn't really a new trend, but is a trend, which has always been a trend, which is like um, older. Um, people in Hollywood dating younger women. Okay. Um, like uh, uh, Chris Evans. Older. Because isn't Olivia Wilde's much older than Harry Styles? Yeah. So Chris Evans is dating like a 20-something-year-old. Uh, Brad Pitt has a 20-something-year-old. Um, um, uh, another like male star in his 40s is dating a 20-something-year-old. And people are, are have opinions about it, which I have no opinion about it whatsoever because I don't care about their dating life all that much. I hate the thought process that we feed into this because they're celebrities. Right. But one of the alternates is Olivia Wilde, who is, I don't know, like 10 plus years older, dating Harry, Harry Styles. Who is 28. Yeah. And so people are like kind of judging her on it, but they don't judge the men for it. They right, judge, Which is sexist. And yeah, I mean like, you know, go for whoever. Like, and, um, 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 Who's the uh, the 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 girl who was Black Widow and and played in that movie? Scarlett Johansson. No. Oh no, um, uh, uh, Lawrence Pugh. Okay, I can never. Yeah. I can now remember her name because of uh, "Don't worry, don't worry, darling." Okay, yeah. So, um, well, you know, like Harry Styles is in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Florence Pugh's in that. Olivia Wilde's in it. She's, I think, directed it also. Yeah, I think so. Um, Florence Pugh had has been like, and I, I think they've recently broken up, but she was dating a man in his forties. Okay. So and like, and we can talk about our age gap. Yeah, like that's the whole point of this. This I mean, it's couple X Y. That is the name of our podcast. Like we openly acknowledge our age gap, mm-hmm. and that's why we talk about things. Yeah. So, um, uh, one of the things they were talking about was just the the, the weird age gaps, and I'm like, eh, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like as long as everyone's consenting adults, who cares? Right. So, um, this goes back to the daddy thing anyway. So, if you're in your like 40s and you have a 20 something year old call you daddy. Um, I don't know. It can be hot. It can be weird. It just depends on how you want to take it. Like sometimes, like right at the beginning, it like like the first time you hear it, it might be weird, but then it might grow on you very quickly. Yeah, if you if you have a daughter, it yeah it might be off putting at first, which for you it was. It was. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. I don't. I don't think. 
Honestly, like I think 11 years is the age limit for me as far as like a gap. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just me. Well, I hope so. We're married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think if they're, if they're young enough to be your child, I personally, I have an issue with it, but that's just me. Yeah. But do, do whatever you want because you're yeah, both as, consenting adults. As long as everyone's consenting, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, I'm sure the, the woman, the girls or male, whichever, is getting something out of it dating an older person, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, you know, for whatever they get. So... I'm not going to tell anybody not to do that. Um, so um, the mommy daddy thing and all that, um, I don't know. Like, how do you feel? Like, would you ever dress up like a schoolgirl, or do you think it's weird? Uh, sure, if you ask me to. Do you think it's weird? Um. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give a horribly honest answer. Um, when Offspring was in private school, yeah, it would have been really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But now since she's changed schools, it's not as weird, but it is still weird. Okay. For me. All right. So you think, like, if a dude wants you to dress up like a schoolgirl, it's weird because, like, it's like... Because you're fetishizing a little girl. You're fetishizing uh, someone who's under 18. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, okay. So, and yeah, the last one is age play, which for both of us is at 0%. And I'll just go and quickly define age play. I think all three these are pretty easy to define, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, age play is a form of role playing in which an individual acts or treats another as if they are a different age. Um, involves consent from all party parties. It's not necessarily sexual. Portraying any age can be the goal of an age play from babies to a child to the elderly. Okay. So, like, this is an art thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really understand, like, uh, an adult male trying to be a baby. Right. I don't and know. this is this is something that I that I can't understand either. Yeah. Like, it's really not in my wheelhouse at all. It, it's, it's very hard to understand. I feel like this is a very small niche. Maybe. Yeah, I don't I don't. I, I don't, don't have know. statistics. I don't know statistics either. I don't think we can get proper statistics. But I feel like this is a small niche who got, like, blown up by, like, real sex in, like, the 90s. Oh, yeah, that show. Do you remember real sex? Yeah, I remember real sex. I remember there being one with, like, this kind of, like, relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, like, as prominent as what kind of sometimes gets portrayed. Mm-hmm. It was freaky. So, of course, real sex was going to have it on there. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, two people doing it is not, like, you know, half the population. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you might have a a a point zero 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 one percent people doing this, and like, but you throw it on TV, it seems like it's an epidemic. It's kind of like it's being yeah yeah it's kind of like um and this is a horror I don't know this might not be the right like connection but it seems like um um trans athletes, you know there's such a small amount of trans athletes. But because they get put on TV, it seems like it's an epidemic. Like every school has like 40 girls who are trying to, or 40 boys who are trying to play girls sports. You know what I'm okay. saying? The, um, I feel like this is the same thing. It's, it's like there was such a small sliver of this, like infinitesimally small, but it got thrown on TV and now it, now it got its own thing. Yeah. Now it's, it's in the zeitgeist. Like everybody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to to ch- channel some empathy, and um, can't do it, can you? I really can't. I like I don't. I I get it as a therapy. I don't get it sexually. Okay, not your thing. It's not my thing. We're gonna leave it at that. Okay. Um. How do you feel about like, but but you didn't really like chime in on the like. Okay, either way you go on this, like older guy, younger girl, or like younger guy, older woman thing, mm-hmm. and really like portraying those like age differences thing. Do you think like it can be like hot, or do you think it's like mm-mm? like them playing into their ages, or yeah, both either playing into their ages or playing like. Against ages, or like, like okay, like so like if you have if you have a couple with a significant age gap, the older one acts like the parent, and the young one acts like the child. Is that what you mean? Well, like no, like even like two people who are the same age, and like her acting like a cheerleader and him acting like a coach. Oh, um, yeah, I totally get that. There's porn like that. Okay, sure. so it's it's good. It's good. Um, I'm not gonna knock it. Um, do I want to do it? No. I don't think we've we've not we've knocked anything. Yeah, but. Like, um, is it, uh, is it not my thing? It is not my thing. <laughs> is role playing just not your thing or is age role playing? Not age role playing is not my thing. Okay. So if you were the older woman, like you were, uh, uh, unfortunately I'm 11 years older than you. So, unfortunately. um, well for you, <laughs> for me, <laughs> so we can't really do this, but like you playing the cougar and me playing the younger pool boy, like wouldn't do anything <laughs> for you. Like. No, that does kind of, I, yeah, that could, that could be fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's because, see, that's funny. Like, cause I have such a, maybe it's because I know like victims of, of like pedophilia, um, uh, female victims. I, I have such a, I have such a, I guess a strong feeling towards male daddy, female child age play okay that it makes me uncomfortable um and that's just because of my experiences and because i can't separate the the two like to be clear right now you were not molested at, from no 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 no, no 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 okay no, i'm not talking about me not talking about me okay um so um yeah so it's just it's like you said, you something, something you said earlier. I don't, I, I don't remember which kink you were talking about, but you just you can't separate the sex from the real life. Okay, yeah. For this, I can't separate the sex from the real life. Okay, for me. But the other way around, if the female has the power, you're good with it. If it's if it's um if it's a mommy child thing, no. Well, if yeah, I'm not talking about like a baby. Like you're you're fucking changing not, not a grown man's diaper. Yeah, uh, no. I'm talking about like, which, but that's a thing. I know it's a thing. Um, I'm talking more like the, the cougar young 20 year old. Yeah. You're, you're good with that. Yeah, I'm good. I don't have any negative. Um, what about this one? How about school teacher, like high school boy? 18 year old high school boy. Eh. <laughs> or 17 high school. Um, well, like, like daddy daughter, like not daddy daughter. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, like, uh, a uh, a uh, 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 cheerleader coach. You know that's not like eighteen, like you know, 
flip it around. I know I, you flip it. You flip you, it around. Um, uh, high school quarterback, science teacher. Does it still have the that's same? That's the thing. But then this is, this is. I guess this is sexist because it doesn't have the same sting. Okay. To me. All right. Um. And that's, and I I guess that's because of sexism or because we do have this inherently different feeling between, you know, a how a man experiences sex and how a woman experiences sex, mm-hmm. you know? Because it, it is, it's two completely different, completely different experiences. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I know we're butting up against time here, so I'm going to make this quick. Do you think it's because the younger person will experience this in two different ways? Like the cheerleader is a victim where the uh, high school quarterback who has sex with an older woman isn't a victim. Even yeah. though they're the same age, the same basic maturity level, the woman actually might be more mature than he is. Mm-hmm. But going through life, it will never, it will not traumatize him like it will her. That's the stereotype. Do you think that's the truth or no? No. Okay. I Absolutely men can get raped, for sure. Um, I think, I guess, I, I guess society just doesn't think that way. Okay. Or we haven't thought that way for a long time. We're just now starting to think that way. But you personally, like you from a, a thought process, is that why you feel like there is a, a difference between this is because like the, the, the younger person in both of these scenarios you see like as victims. Yeah, like your your level of victimness, right, is different between the male and the female. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. And yeah, I think that's just a perpetuating stereotype that's just like clinging to me mm-hmm. still. Because um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sting as much the older female younger male as the older male younger female. Right, because you really feel like the younger male could take care of himself. And the younger female is this victim, like this fawn, this baby fawn who this like predator has has pounced upon. Yeah. But you never see that with the the high school quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Her cheerleader yeah, is a also- fawn. the The high school quarterback was a buck who just like <laughs> happened to score himself a cougar. <laughs> I don't know what that accent was. Okay. And we're also talking about like physiology too okay yeah like females are in most females some females whatever they're they're inherently smaller and physically weaker well, he didn't go in the like locker room and hold her down and like rape her i'm talking about like he basically like lured her in or she had like some kind of like power play thing where this like older good looking coach was nice to her you know Mm-hmm. And like, it's it goes both ways. Like this older, attractive female was there. Neither one of it's the- consensual, but they're underage. Yes, is that what you're getting to? Okay, yes, okay. yes. So, uh, okay, it's so, a slippery slope. Okay, well, let's, let's let's slide up this slope and in this relationship, <laughs> in relationship, this uh, um, episode. God. You said in this relationship. Yeah, yeah I know. No, not our relationship. We're not in our relationship, folks. All oh, right, so gosh. I'm a bottle in, so it's time for us to end this. Yes, so um, 
This was probably one of the most intimate episodes we'll ever get into. I think so, unless y'all really want us to get, well, no, we probably won't get much more intimate into this. Um, Even if you guys ask, this is about, this is the line. But we can, like, tackle more, like, sexual stuff. Serious subjects. Serious subjects. And y'all just uh, let us know what y'all like if y'all enjoyed this episode. If you're a professional dominatrix or dom, um, you can email us at couplexypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we don't know how to interview people over the internet, but we'll figure the shit out. Yeah, like if you want to tell us a story or tell us your origin story. We want to know about dominatrix, doms, or slash doms origin stories. Yeah, as long as it's not as bad as like the first Deadpool's origin story. <laughs> or you mean Green Lantern? I was talking about like when he was Wolverine. Oh, the, oh yeah. yeah that, no, that was terrible. <laughs> They did them dirty. They did them wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong, wrong. All right. So, um, um, but yeah, if you are, if you're interested in this kind of stuff or if you are in this lifestyle and you want to contact us, please contact us. If you want to tell us how stupid we are. Yeah. And like, that we don't know shit, which is true. Yeah. Then don't. yeah, go ahead. Tell us a couple xypodcasts at gmail.com. Yeah, we are ignorant. I will say that about us. This is not like my subject of like expertise. Nope. This is why we had definitions on everything. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and yeah, and other than that, y'all, like, like, little. Like, subscribe, um, rate and review. Mm-hmm. Hit us up at our places of contact, which we covered already. Yes. Um, you can like and message us on Facebook at Couple XY Podcast. And yes, our email address is at is a Couple XY Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will talk to you guys soon. Uh, yeah. Wait. What's our what's our sound our sign off? <laughs> Be kind. Be kind. Uh, listen and take care of each other. All right. And hey, guess what? Next weekend, I am wearing later hosen. There may be pictures. Yep, we will probably post some pictures of us at our fun little Mardi Gras costume, costume ball. Costume ball. Um, I'm. We're going as Bavarian people, as the stereotypical Bavarian guy and Bavarian girl. I will not wear makeup. Okay, that's fine. I, I wanted to put rouge on him. He's like, no. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all have a great week. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.